Hey friends, welcome back to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast. Have you been looking for something that you can keep on hand when you guys are feeling sick to really boost your health? And also, if you've possibly been dealing with leaky gut or food sensitivities, food intolerances, all of those kind of things, maybe you are looking for something to really build back the lining of your gut. Well, I have a solution for you and I am going to share it with you today. So let's go. Hi friend, do you dream of having a garden but you don't know where to start? Do you want to switch to more natural products but feel overwhelmed by all the options? Do you believe that a holistic lifestyle would help your special needs kiddo but you're daunted by all the information out there? Welcome to the Special Kind of Motherhood podcast where you will learn how to work towards your dream for homesteading, gardening, and holistic living in small, simple steps that won't overwhelm you. Hi, I'm Ashley. I'm a wife, Jesus follower, and mom to some amazing kids. As some of my kids began experiencing health struggles and developmental delays, I decided it was time to switch to a holistic lifestyle. I quickly became stressed out and burnt out, feeling like I needed to change everything at once. I finally realized that I had to start making one small change at a time, then build from there. I learned to walk this holistic journey in a way that works for me and my family without stress or overwhelm or constantly feeling like I wasn't doing enough. If you're ready to hear from another mama who understands what it's like to have no time and who can help you make changes towards better health for your family in a way that works for your specific life, then this is the podcast for you. Pop in your earbuds, reheat your coffee for the third time, and let's do this. All right, friends. So what I want to share with you today is actually bone broth. Have you actually ever made bone broth? Have you considered keeping it on hand in your pantry? There are different ways you can preserve and store it, and I will talk about those in a little bit. But for now, let's actually talk about what are the benefits of bone broth and why should you want to make it part of your diet on a consistent basis. So bone broth actually contains collagen. It contains minerals, and some of those minerals are actually calcium, magnesium, and potassium. These are going to be great for supporting your immune system. It contains gelatin, which actually what happens is the collagen is broken down into gelatin, as it is being cooked. So you get that yeah, like very nice gelatinous look to your bone broth. That's just the gelatin. It was the collagen in the bones being broken down into gelatin. So it's just this wonderful mix of all kinds of very nutritious, beneficial ingredients that are great, in my opinion, to keep on hand in your pantry at all times. And I want to talk a little bit about gelatin, actually. This will be kind of our main focus. So gelatin is actually the soft cushion between your bones. And gelatin actually gives your body the building blocks it needs in order to build strong bones. We also want to talk about gelatin because it has various amino acids in it. And I'm going to share with you what those amino acids are and what the benefits of them are. That way you can understand why I am so fond of using bone broth in my home. And I do make it from scratch. It's very easy to make from scratch. I will share more about that. But don't get, don't hear all of this and then get very overwhelmed thinking it's going to be difficult because it's really not. You can make it very simply. It does not have to be difficult at all. And I will also link a recipe down in the show notes below. That way, if you really feel like you need a step-by-step guide, you will have that ready to go for you. Okay, so one of the amino acids that it has is actually glutamic acid. And the thing about glutamic acid is it actually converts to glutamine in the body. And glutamine is going to help with the function of your intestinal wall. It is also possible that it might help with leaky gut. And if you don't know what leaky gut is, it's just basically where the lining of your intestines have weakened and they've broken down. And this is now allowing undigested food particles into your bloodstream. A lot of times that's where you're going to begin to have food allergies, a lot of inflammation. You're going to have food sensitivities. It's because your body is beginning to react to the foods that are 
in the body where they're, they are not supposed to be. They should be kept sealed in the gut. They should not be leaking out into other part of your body. And so your body can recognize that as a foreign material. So this is why I talk a lot about gut health is because it's something we've experienced as a family, just having different struggles with food allergies, food sensitivities, autoimmune disease, all of those things. We are definitely chronically battling a leaky gut. And so it's how can we find ways to very easily and naturally support our gut lining to build it back up and to strengthen it. And I will say, and I've mentioned this in past episodes and in some recipes I've shared, collagen and gelatin both are great, in my opinion, for doing that. And part of it is because of these amino acids that are actually part of that product and why I think it's just extremely beneficial. So anyways, the other, a few other amino acids are actually glycine, arginine, and proline. And some of the benefits of these amino acids are that they have anti-inflammatory properties. They are also used by the body to make connective tissue. They are I've also in study, some studies have shown that they have been used to help to promote relaxation and also sleep. And they also have been shown in some studies to possibly seal up the openings in the gut, which is amazing. That's exactly what we want. So some other benefits of bone broth are actually that it is high in protein, which is great because think about it. If you are sick and you're not feeling well, you really do want to keep your energy levels up. So having a something that you can sip on if you have an unsettled stomach, but still can get a good amount of protein, that's an amazing win in my opinion. Plus, it's going to really be helping with anti-inflammatory action in the body and also with making sure that gut lining is getting sealed up properly the way it needs to be. And I'll actually share a story because I just happen, it's not on my outline, but I just happen to think of it. And this is why I feel so strongly about making sure we are healing our gut lining and the benefits, the health benefits that we can see from really focusing on healing a leaky gut. Whenever I was pregnant, oh no, I'm sorry. I was actually nursing a couple of my kids and they were having a lot of issues with dairy. I was also having a lot of issues with dairy and I began learning, reading, trying to figure out ways to heal my gut. And it had gotten to where I just could not consume any dairy at all because of my own reaction. Well, I actually just started taking collagen. I didn't even really know or I wasn't to that point yet where I was going to make my own bone broth, but I just started taking collagen. And I would say it was about, I don't know, three to six months of just me consistently taking that collagen. I would use the powder, the grass-fed hydrolyzed collagen. And I would just mix it in like my coffee or a warm tea or whatever. And within three to six months of me doing that, I was no longer having issues with dairy. Now, I will say later down the road, I I had another child. Pregnancy tends to be hard on my body. I ended up struggling again. But just the fact that I was able to see such a tangible difference from making sure I was supporting my gut health is why I'm so passionate about it and about helping you with that as well. Because obviously the goal is that we don't want to have to avoid tons of foods for the rest of our life. We want to heal our gut so that we can enjoy food. And yes, we want it to be good quality food, but no one wants to have to avoid a list of 15 different foods for the rest of their life. That's just not enjoyable, and I don't believe it's the way that God made our bodies to function. So really getting to the root cause, finding healing, that is the goal. That is the goal of this podcast. That is my goal for my family and myself, and that's what I'm always working towards. So I want to share with you what are some ways that you could use bone broth because you might think, okay, well, that's nice, but I I don't really feel like sipping bone broth all day long. And I get that, but you could sip just eight ounce cup. That is one great way to do it. Get you a coffee mug and warm up some of your bone broth. 
just have a cup of warm broth every single day. And I think that's a great consistent way to get it in your diet. Another way, actually, I have seen, I this is on my list of things to try. I have not tried it yet. I will post a recipe below, but this has been on my list and it is actually bone broth hot chocolate. I actually think it sounds pretty good, especially if you have a broth. You know, if you make your own broth, you can really change the flavor of it based off of what you put in there. So I have a broth where I actually put peppers in it. I don't think that that broth would be good in this, but like a very basic chicken broth, I think would probably be pretty good. And the thing about this is that it would be great if you want to include like some kind of fat in it as well. Like if you're going to use some kind of cream or anything like that, it would be great. Just a good protein and fat drink for your family. Very good at bouncing the blood sugar, building the gut. Your kids are more likely to drink it that way if they're not really into drinking plain broth. And I would say also a third way that I have found to be beneficial is just replacing it for water in a lot of your recipes. So if a recipe calls for some kind of liquid or some kind of water, any kind of liquid, it doesn't matter, see if you could replace it with broth and use that instead. Some things I think of are like whenever I cook rice. So I actually will cook rice in our instant pot and I will make like six times the normal amount and I just use bone broth for the liquid and then I freeze the rice so we have it to pull out later for a quick meal. You could also do this with pasta. You could cook pasta in it. You could, if you're making some kind of casserole and it needs a liquid, use bone broth instead. You could use it for soups. If you need some kind of liquid in the soup, use bone broth instead. Cook any kind of vegetables in it. So if you're making like green beans and you need a liquid, open up some of the bone broth, use that. Just basically get creative with it, but there are a lot of different ways that you can use it. Just using it as a cooking liquid for beans. So like after you have soaked the beans and rinsed them off the next morning when you go to actually cook them, use bone broth instead of water. It's also going to give you a lot better flavor, honestly, in addition to the health benefits. In my opinion, it's just worth it. I, I find it to be a lot more enjoyable as far as like using bone broth in place of water or anything like that in recipes. And you can really, the sky's the limit, honestly. You can just get very creative with it. Now, I will say why I like to make my own broth is because like I mentioned earlier, I can really customize it to what we need. So I can add whatever vegetables I want to add in there or don't want to add in there in order to give it really that depth of flavor. And I personally like to let my broth go for at least 24 hours. I find that that's really when it develops that very rich, good flavor. I have a roasting pan that I love to use for my broth, but I in the past have just used a stainless steel stock pot on the stove. I've done both. You could use a crock pot. There are a lot of different options that you can use. And the great thing about broth, I do can my broth now because I do have an electric pressure canner, not a pressure cooker, but a pressure canner. And so it makes canning my broth a lot easier. But in the past, I have just frozen it. Just get some individual serving size containers and just freeze it or freeze it in whatever you need to do. Just freeze it in some kind of container. You could freeze it in mason jars if you wanted to. The only thing I will say about freezing it is you do have to have a little forethought in thawing it out. And I think being intentional about putting it in something that you could thaw it out easily is a good idea because I have actually frozen it in mason jars before. And you certainly can just put it in the sink if you're needing it to thaw out quickly and run it under some cool water. 
And that's, that works fine, but sometimes it's not the easiest as well, because if you, like, if I need several quarts, it can just be a little bulky in my sink. It can get a little difficult trying to get water on all of it. I just, I want to say, do what works for you, but have a little forethought in how do you actually want to thaw this if you don't have time. Let's say, obviously the ideal situation would be the night before you need it, you would put it in the refrigerator and let it begin to thaw. But sometimes we just don't plan that far ahead and we need it last minute. So really think about that and okay, what would be the easiest for me to quickly thaw this out if that's what I need? Because that does happen. Sometimes I get I'm get a whim, I'm on a whim and I'm just like, okay, I want to make this and now I need broth. So just being intentional about that, I think is very beneficial. But again, it doesn't have to be difficult. You can just let it go in your pot. It doesn't really, or in your roaster pan or whatever it is you have, crock pot. You don't have to sit and watch it for long periods of time or anything like that. You can just let it go, let it cool down, skim the fat off. Then you can either freeze it or can it if that's what you would prefer to do. If you have either an an electric pressure canner or if you have a pressure canner that is not electric, either way, but you absolutely have to pressure can broth. You should not water bath canned broth because it is a low acid food. So anyways, I hope this has been helpful. I would love to hear from you. Do you have plans to make some bone broth? And I would love to hear about how it goes for you if you start doing it and if you are seeing any health benefits for your family. So I hope you guys have a wonderful week. I will see you back next time. Hey mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If so, would you take 30 seconds to share this with a friend who is wanting to live more holistically without the overwhelm? Also, don't forget to head over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. It blesses and encourages me to know that this show is helping you. All right, friends, it's time for me to go work in the garden and make some homemade bone broth. I will see you back next week.